This is Scott Becker with the Becker Private Equity Podcast. Thrilled today to be joined by a fascinating person, a fascinating leader, Nicole Russo. Nicole's going to tell us about what she does, her business, how she got into this, and a lot more. Nicole, can you take a moment and introduce yourself and tell us about what you do? Yes. Hi, I'm Nicole Russo, and I run a company called Let's Get You. It's a private styling and wardrobe management company based out of New York City, and we serve successful, busy, high-achieving professionals and people along nationally in major cities in the United States, helping them build out their ideal wardrobes, um, have effortless outfits for any occasion, whether it's the boardroom or the bar or both in the same day. And I have a very creative entrepreneurial spirit that has led me down uh, an interesting career path. So I'm here today and I'm excited to talk to you about it. And talk a little bit about how you got started in this. How did you start to build this business? What was the driver behind it? You know, it was both an accident and a long time search for something that I love to do. I had always been a creative artist at heart, but I had an entrepreneurial spirit. And about a little over 10 years ago, a friend of mine had graduated with her MBA and she was looking to build a work wardrobe. And, you know, she looked at me and said, you always dress well, let's just go shopping. And it was like breathing. It had opened up my eyes and my world to an opportunity to help people in a way that I never thought was possible. But um, from there, I launched my business and I started styling people personally one-on-one and I went out and I bought like small business for dummies and you know really like bootstrap my way in and eventually uh, developed a career in the high luxury fashion world. I worked at a company called Net-A-Porte for about five years where I helped lead and develop the client relations and sales team for the top one percent of the customer base and I got a little bored in 2016 so I started styling men and that's sort of what launched padded Let's Get You, where I had some opportunities to be featured in Fast Company and Bustle and Martha Stewart. And from there in 2018, I went full time. Um, and I've been working with people privately since. And, you know, I always really wanted to be self-employed. I always had this entrepreneurial spirit. At one point, I really thought I would get my MBA. And I thought, well, instead of you know, going to Harvard or getting the traditional path towards the business, I was like, let me do this on my own. And it's been a really incredible success and it's had its highs and lows. Um, last year, I got to have my fake MBA because I was, I applied and interviewed for the Goldman Sachs 10,000 Small Business Program, which is a nonprofit arm of Goldman Sachs where they basically puts established proven small business owners through a mini MBA for a, uh, almost like a semester. And I was invited to be a part of that program last fall. And that was, I mean, it was like almost like full circle. I finally got to, you know, get my traditional classroom education and it's really contributed significantly to what I've brought to the business since. But yeah, I mean, I always like to say that I'm an artist with an MBA heart. Take a moment and tell us, do you work with more men, more women? How do you develop business? How do you find customers? Talk to us about those yeah. things, more men or women, or, or and, how, and how do you find customers? How do you find business? Yeah, so it, it splits um, quarter to quarter. It can change a little bit, but generally it's about a 65% women 
35% men. And as I mentioned, it can vary, but that's just traditionally is how it's continued to grow uh, year over year. And I find business through um, a variety of, of different marketing channels that I've attempted over the years. Referrals are obviously huge. Word of mouth is a big part of business in you know a service space like mine. But one thing that I found that has been really great has been a relationship and affiliate partners. So that serve the client in a way that I do, but in a different umbrella. For example, dating coaches has been huge um, for me. Executive coaches, uh, people in the wellness and self-care space. So my clients typically are people who are seeking self-improvement to some degree. They've established themselves in traditional forms of success. Do so they have their careers? They feel like they've accomplished their education. They've you know, really hit those milestones. But they're now able to focus on and, and outsource the expertise of individuals that can take their lives to the next level. So um, those finding those affiliate partners has been huge and those referral chains. Another really interesting method was I created a entry-level digital product uh, a few years ago, which was um, offered um, a solution to a very common pain point for my women clients. And I launched it and ran ads against it. And through that, when anyone purchased it or showed interest in the product, they would go into an email funnel, which would then turn them into warm leads, which into sales calls. And that was also proven to be a very effective method. And, yeah. and tell us, tell us, fantastic. What does somebody spend to, to improve their style? And give us the sense of budgets. Is it, you know, what are we looking at? If somebody wants to start working with you, is there a small yeah. and a high end? What, what does that look like? What should somebody plan to spend? Not on your services, but actually on the clothing, the, the, the styling, everything else. How does that, what does that look like? Yeah, of course. So when it comes to building a war, brand new wardrobe, the great thing about it is that you can go obviously as high as you want, right? So that's based on, you know, brand or quality. But I tell someone if they're just trying to build wardrobe basics, those foundations, the, the items that you wear nine months out of the year, most of the time, you can really just like go between three to $5,000 with some strategic spending and buy enough pieces that will last you three to seven years and then build from there. It's really a great way to lay some brickwork. And then from there, you can add some creative, more stylistically pieces, some things that are more event-based. And talk to us about two things. What's the most that somebody spends? Whereas like if you have somebody who's a real high-end spender who loves to dress, like what might they spend? And do you ever see that? Oh, you I see mean, that? oh, you do. You definitely see that. I mean, you're looking at anywhere from like thirty to $50,000. Um, I mean, that's just like, it, so it can 10x or even go up higher from there. Um, it's really easy to fill it as high as you want to go. I mean, I've had clients who've spent, you know, upwards of sixty to $100,000 in um, a year or even more than that a season. So that's the beauty of it. No, no, absolutely. So you could flex from large to small, spend whatever you want, depending on how much of a clothes horse or, or a person you want to look like, how, how upscale you want to dress, how fancy, how all those kind of things. A uh, couple more questions. Do you have a favorite brand, a favorite brand or favorite store that you work with? Any, any favorite brands or stores or maybe a few favorite brands? Yeah, I mean, um, so one of my 
definitely my close horses that have just been consistent over the years has been um, theory is a very entry level contemporary price point for classic basics that I really, really love. Um, I have a wonderful relationship with a brand called Moda Operandi. They are actually an e-commerce company and they have multi-channel um, brand designer offers. And they're fantastic because it allows me to secure items for my clients that would be a little bit more difficult to acquire um, because of their popularity or because they haven't really actually come out into the season. But uh, there, those are two examples. Another um, a brand that I really love for men is Flowwear. They're an Italian menswear brand and they have really luxuriously beautiful um, uh, fabrics and textiles in a traditional but modern styling so it feels accessible and stylish without really feeling very like unwearable or you know confusing for the male client to like how do i wear this and what do i put it with it, it, it yeah. talk about so great so that's extremely interesting helpful all over the board in terms of, of money spent what about the person who traditionally not a schlubby dresser but not a not a big time dresser do you ever see sort of this metamorphosis and how do they feel about themselves when they sort of go from dressing how they typically dress, you know, very basic, very whatever, into like more of a, you know, upscale dresser or more of a fancy dresser? How does that, how does that feel to some people? Can you talk about that metamorphosis that you must see in some people? I mean, honestly, that's my favorite part of the whole thing because it, you know, I always like to say that it's sort of like the nose job of styling because the way we approach it is that it's meant to transform the way you see yourself forever. You know, the clothes may wear out or you may end up changing sizes or need new items eventually, but you can't unsee what you see yourself in now. And that is really incredible because I have clients that, you know, used to, you know, hide away from going to certain events or taking on, you know, certain type of roles or opportunities because they, they didn't really feel like they could fit in or they didn't know what to wear or they felt overwhelmed by the process of like, you know, dressing themselves for the occasion. But now they're having for everything and it's easy and those risks don't feel as overwhelming because they don't have to take on the added pressure of thinking about this one thing. And, you know, in particular, I have a client who said that she found that she always felt ready for any kind of presentation, whether it was Zoom or in person, to the point where she started getting noticed for how well she was getting dressed. And that helped excel her confidence in a way that she never had before to take on like public facing opportunities in her company. And, and that's fantastic. Talk about this. I, I've got a friend hypothetically, okay? And I don't know this person, 5'7", dark hair, decent shape, not going to win any awards as Adonis, but good shape. I don't know this yeah. person well. Hazel eyes, hazel eyes. What are the core basics? If you were to start with a person like that, okay, looking fine. What are the basics that you start with with a person like that? A, a man who's 5'7", dark hair, hazel eyes, brownish dark hair. Um, Chanel can vouch for me, not a great looking person, but fine. <laughs> Where do you start on the basics for, you know, just getting someone together on a wardrobe? What's, what are those three to $5,000 basics without giving away the recipe and having the person go shopping themselves? Where do you start? Do you start with shirts, pants, shoes? Where do you start? Well, you know, realistically where you start is finding out what is it that you need and what's missing in your wardrobe what's also been the biggest challenges to help you overcome this on a per personally was it the fact that you things don't fit well because of your height or some other body changes that you might be going through i mean really like 
what's made it hard for you? So I think that like identifying the customization that's required to bang this out the park is the first thing that we need to really do. But to answer your question, I think that like, it's really about the quality of the fabrics and the items that we're purchasing. So you can do like classic t-shirts, for example, great fitting jean, uh, an amazing casual pant. But like when you are doing like beautiful wool cotton blends or linen cotton blends or Pima cotton, for example, in, in t-shirts and other cotton fabrics that you would wear in your basics, like, that's an example of how we would up-level your style. Right, and just like a nice sure. Vince T-shirt, yeah. a nice Vince like Pima Cotton T-shirt, stuff like that. Well, I will, mm -hmm. I will, uh, Nicole, I will pass these thoughts on to this friend. So the next <laughs> question I have for you is, if people want to learn more about what you do, if they want to hire you, they want to talk to you, how do they find Nicole Russo and what you do? Um, so they can find me uh, on Instagram, underscore, let's get you, it's spelled just like it sounds. And they can also find me at letsgetyou.com and learn more about my services. But you can slide into my DMs on Instagram. I'm always there and available. I share a lot of information and content to, you know, help answer some of those questions even more that you asked me already. And I would love to connect with anyone that's interested. Nicole, thank you so much for joining the Private Equity Business, the Becker Private Equity Podcast. What a fascinating thing that you do. You have a tremendous way of articulating it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun.